0: I wanted to start off just as, when I was a little kid, um, I would really, you know, just, I would always watch these scary movies. And I really think that's where, how it all started. You know, just inviting something that's evil into my mind, just letting it terrify me as a kid. So then as that started, you know, I started as a kid watching pornography as well. Really just a bad way to start off my childhood. So now I'm just, that was just a brief moment. So now I just want to begin in middle school. That's where I met my friends, and they just introduced me to more, you know, pornography sites. And they were just, they were good friends, but, you know, we were kids. And from there, you know, my mind really came corrupt. I did not think like a normal middle schooler should. You know, my mind came per- completely perverted. Everyone, anyone around me just completely just bad thoughts, you know, in lustful ways, every way I could think of. You know, and then also I started lying a lot too. You know, as a kid, just any, if you caught me in a lie, I wouldn't care. I would always lie and it's like, you, you can't prove it. I was like, doesn't matter. I, I didn't do that. You can't prove it. <laughs> so now, now just, that I just grew on, just grew and grew in middle school, then high school starts. You know, in high school, it got even worse, you know, but even during high school, I knew there was a God. Because every time I would get sick, I would always call my grandma. And I was like, you name my grandma right now. I need prayer. You know, I would always call her. And every time, you know, I would, you know she would always pray for me. She's really great. And I love my grandma. She's great in faith. You know. And then, so then, I just continued on. So then comes uh, junior year. So that's when I think that's when my life started taking about a more downward spin. I started doing drugs like marijuana and drinking more. Like, you started getting drinking, started going out more. And marijuana, just getting my high, getting my fix was about it all. I didn't care about school, I didn't care about it. I was like, you know what, I need to get high before school, during school, after school, everything I can just to get that little that f- moment. I wanted to stay in that moment all the time. My friends, you know. Text them like, hey, what are we doing? Come on, let's go do this. Let's get high. Every time, you know, my life became getting high, coming back from school, playing video games, rinse, repeat. You know, it was, <laughs> <laughs> it was not a great lifestyle. But you know what, high school wasn't. I you know what high school was second. Uh, my friends, my lifestyle was first. Me getting high was first. You know, living in the moment was first. So that continued on for a good while, and then my parents caught up to it. And they read my texts, and they saw my texts just all about getting high and stuff like that. So my life became just the worst. I lost all complete trust in them. They were completely devastated. They didn't ever think I would do such things because I was, you know, they always thought I was a good kid. Yeah, little they know. <laughs> so my dad, just seeing my dad like that was the most thing like, to me because I always respected my dad. I loved my dad. But... Seeing him like that, crushed, and even crying for the first time ever in my 16 years of living—maybe when I was a junior, 17—you know, it was the first time I ever seen him cry like that. So I was like, you know, I promised I would—I would never do it again. But it didn't stop there. Now, going on to senior year, this is where I really felt like I was my own creator. My life started going down into more downward spiral. I started smoking weed again occasionally, and I started doing this other drug. Uh, it was a synthetic type of marijuana. It was called K2. And, doesn't, and no matter what, what my parents would do, they wouldn't come up on a drug test. So that's why I started doing that even more. So yeah, those things just kept on happening, started going out more, started drinking more. I was going to hookah bars, all that. Just, I didn't care about life. Life, I was just living in the moment. You know, I wasn't making any money, so I would go to my own parents' store, and take $20 without even knowing, so basically even stealing stealing from my own parents like that. So that continues on. My freshman, my senior year in high school, just continues partying a lot, drinking, you know, going out occasionally, smoking weed from there and here. And then uh, my freshman year of college, I remember this very well, and I I got a job uh, working at a pizza place, and then my dad gave me a business. You know, he opened a business like, you know what, you can do this. You know, we can work together. Then greed started taking over my life. I was like, you know what, I don't need you. I am, this is me. I can do this all this by myself. You know, I didn't care. At that point, I didn't care about anything. I was living, in, really living in the moment. I thought I was all that, driving a nice car, going to college. You know, everything was mine. I felt like I was it. I was a bag of chips and more <laughs> with the side of a drink, you know. If I wasn't close to God, I was completely away from him now. I did not, I was, did not know the word. I did, not, I did not care about it at all. But then, where oh, was I? lost my spot. So that continued on for a while. Then I quit my job. I lost my car. I had no money. I was completely broken down. So then it started my second year of college, my friend's girlfriend said, "Hey, you should. You two should come to call. You should. You should come to church." And I was really close to him. He's like, "You want to come?" I was like, "Why not?" It seems like something to do. And so we <laughs> so we agreed and we came. We started going to church every Sunday, but didn't know what was going forward. Didn't know the love wasn't didn't do for Jesus. Just not knowing the word at all. Just going. Start praying, you know, for things to change, you know, start doing those right steps, but still didn't, wasn't reading the Bible, still was, just wasn't taking the necessary steps in my life. Oh, Hard to think. Okay. So as I continued on, I prayed more and more. So, and then I got a job in uh, June 2014. Okay, I got five minutes. Okay. Nice sign. Okay, <laughs> so I was praying a lot, you know, I was taking the right, I was stopped some things I've done, you know, I would stopped doing the drugs, I stopped drinking for a while, while, I was in the Word, I started praying a lot, and then, like I said, I got a job in like June 2014, uh, then I for, uh, once I got the job, right back to my old ways, forgot God, I was going to church, but it was like a routine thing, more like, eh, I got to do this, you know, it's kind of a hobby now. I can't skip over it. <laughs> um, so I didn't pray at all. Stop praying. Stopped doing all those things, you know. You know, I started doing uh, drugs here and there, like a little bit here and there, drinking a lot, still going out. My life, I thought I had a pretty nice life, but well, the little that I know, it was completely broken down. Um, still doing all those lustful thoughts, you know, my corrupted mind, still watching. Like, if I didn't watch pornography, it wasn't a day kind of passed by, you know. All those things are stockpiling through these months. As uh, all these things are just stockpiling, stockpiling. Just I didn't know was I didn't know it, but in the background, it was, my life was completely bright breaking down because of all those lies I was speaking over myself and to others in lustful ways and all that. No, can't get. Around. Yeah, damn, games that poor. I just, it's a working up. <laughs> So then, okay, so let me fast forward to July of 2015 then. Um, Everything had caught caught up to me at this point. All the lies, all the ways, my bad ways. Life had just completely broken me down. I couldn't, I felt like I was in a corner. Life had really just pushed me down. I felt like I couldn't breathe no more. All right, three minutes. I kind of felt like just life was completely broken. I felt like I had nothing. I had no stronghold holding me up. I was completely broken. I thought this was the end of life. I couldn't go on no more. I didn't want to go on no more. So I called my friend. He was, he had, in the past, he'd he'd sometimes come and talked to me about faith and God like that. So I was like, you know what, he's the guy to call. So I call him. We go out and talk. You know, he didn't tell me things I wanted to hear. But he told me things I needed to hear. That helped out a lot. But I still feel like I was broken. I was like, man, life can't continue like this. I feel like I can't just continue. I, I had no, I didn't want to live no more. I was like, man, I can't continue on like this. My heart was completely broken. So one night, it really got so bad. I was like, you know what? I remembered his testimony video. So I looked it up, pulled on my iPhone, looked it up on YouTube, and I watched it to the point where his co-worker said what he's needed to do. He said, you need to really invite Jesus to your life. It's like, you really need to do that, and you won't be, just do it. So he goes on and tells me, tells in the video, what he did, he said he went to the bathroom. He just, just prayed. He said, "I want." To, he just cried out to God. And at that moment, the youth, the video stopped. I was like, "Oh man, why isn't that loading no more?" I tried fast forwarding, it didn't happen. I tried rewinding it. Yeah, it would rewind, but come back to the same point, and it would stop. I closed the video, opened it back up. I'm like, it would just stop at that point. It wouldn't go forward. It wouldn't. You I don't have a bad internet. Say, okay, I need to call my internet provider. No, it would just stop at that point. And I'm like, what's going on? So I just took it as a sign. I was like, okay, maybe I need to do this. So I got off bed. I kneeled down. And I just closed my eyes and started weeping. Started crying. I was like, Jesus, I want to hear you. I want to feel you in my heart. I want to open I want to see you. First time, nothing happened. Second time, I went even harder. Started crying more. Saying all those things even more. Going harder. Nothing happened. Third time, I was like, this has got to be it. This has got to be the time. I was like, if there's a time, this has got to be a third time. This has got to be it. So I went even harder. Started crying more, just doing it all. I opened my eyes, and I was completely let down. Just, I just sat down. My eyes closed. I was like, my face was being tested. I was like, is this real? I've been going to church. Well, my mind was just completely going insane. My thoughts were going insane. And at one point, it stopped. Complete and utter silence. My hands were crossed like this, and they opened up. And I felt light. My middle of my chest would rise up into the air, and my while my eyes were closed, I looked up and I caught my breath. My, my now my arms are completely open, my hands open as well. And I looked up, and it was completely bright white light. So bright, when I was in all of it. Just, just just I couldn't fathom it. I was just my mouth was open. I wasn't breathing. Just completely bright white light. And I stood and I was in awe of it for I don't know how long. It was a little bit. When my body dropped, and I opened my eyes, and I was in complete shock. I was like a little, like a kid that got his favorite present for Christmas. And I was going crazy. And I was like, what just happened? And I, was, I really got touched, but Jesus really touched me. He came in to leave me at that room. At the moment I needed the most, he showed me, like, showed me his love, like, that's not you no more. So I texted my friend, and I was like, this happened. He's like, did you repent of your sins? And I was like, no, and I did just that. <laughs> I got on my I got on my knees and I started repenting of all my sins, everything I have done. I was like I I started just I just, I just asked for that. I just I asked for I just repented, and from there, you know, just I've been doing. Just, he's been using me for his glory. You know, if he took a broken tool like me, this this corrupt ways, this lies, this lustful thoughts, this, I couldn't live without the pornography, doing drugs and all that. If he took me like a broken tool like me, he can fix anyone. I truly believe he can. You just got to really invite him to your life. And you will not, I guarantee you, you will not be let down. You got to just open your heart, every single aspect of your heart, and just fully invite him to your life. Yeah.